0: So I don't want to hear whining about your salary. I don't want to hear whining about the state government. I don't want to hear whining about anything at all. I don't want to hear whining about the pupils or their appearance. And what you call whining is simple. I don't know what's wrong in this country. Look at you. The government, they won't even provide this. Look at the schools. They, they are always writing with chalk. In 2016, what kind of thing is that? If you go to America now, they don't write with chalk again. They just blink and the board will write for them. You know? <laughs> you know the truth about whining? Whining, that is murmuring. Let's use the scriptural word. You know the truth about murmuring? Murmuring always states correct, genuine facts. Murmuring doesn't lie. Mumblers are not liars. They are people who have seen the facts and they are repeating it. And using it to make judgments concerning what is not going to happen. Were there giants in the land? No, answer me. Were there giants in the land? There were giants in the land. But God said they were murmuring. Were they hungry? At the point in time? Were they thirsty? Was there food in Egypt? Everything they said was correct. Except that they chose the negative things to talk about. They did not choose the positive things to talk about. Caleb and Joshua were different. They did not murmur. They chose the positive things to talk about. We are able. The land is good. God is on our side. He delivered us from Egypt. And he has been helping us. He will help us. So murmurers and faith people, they see the same things. It's what they talk about. You must understand, what you talk about, the Lord is listening. He said the day in Malachi, those that fear the Lord speak, King James, they speak often one to another. And the Lord heard. And a book of remembrance was written before the Lord, because of what they said. Those who spoke opposite, listen, many of the facts you are discussing every day is the reason why your destiny is farther and farther away. You are stating facts. The problem is that the facts are already known. And God said, We are aware of the facts. We are just saying that the changing of what is real. Yes, we know the facts, but how do we make it new? We depend on you to pray the necessary prayers and declare the right words. So amplifying what is already obvious is not helping. I don't know whether I get my point here. It doesn't say there's water on this place. There's water. So every time you say there's water. And what are you doing? You are sprinkling more water. He said, I don't want it to dry so that when they come, they know there was water. When I came here, that's exactly what you are doing. Because I send you there to go and do what? Dry up the water. Mop the place. Get it clean. People are about to arrive, arrive for a meeting. He said, no, no, if I do that now, they will think there was no water. So what do we do? Let's be sprinkling more water. That's exactly what Christians do when they sit every day and analyze what is wrong. So God calls them murmurers. And he calls them accusers. And one party you don't want to join is any party down on the side of Satan. So he says, all right, in that school, where I kept you, what are you supposed to do? You will notice exactly what other people have noticed, but what is the result is the issue. He now says, you must be what? An intercessor. An intercessor doesn't talk to people, he talks to God. You're getting my point? He doesn't just go around complaining about things, he talks to God. Faith, listen, faith does not mean you didn't see you. Please, let's get it clear. If your boss is a thief, he's a thief. That is, the principal of your school is, is a thief. You know what? He's a thief. So I'm not saying that he's not a thief. Just say, no, that man is not a thief. No. I'm just saying that it's not your job to start broadcasting everywhere that he's a thief and is the reason why we will never move forward. Many of those things we say are prophetic. We don't realize it. One of my doctors a few days ago was telling me in the office, he said, Nigeria, can't change you. I said, stop saying that. I said, sir, Nigeria cannot change. I said, let me tell you what that means. He said, what? I said, it means when it changes, you will not be blessed. You he know, he, 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 I have the way. God give me that spirit. He just shut up. Start. Just, he had to shut up instantly. I said, stop saying that. You have, When the Bible says, judge not. That's what just was saying. Don't pronounce judgment. It doesn't mean don't critically appraise. But don't pronounce judgment. Nigeria will not change. It's a pronunciation. You are prophesying. You are prophesying. And my, the, my point is that anytime God wants to do something... He requires his people to be persistent prayer people. They must be persistent intercessors. Listen, the fact that God has promised something does not mean it will happen automatically. He promised deliverance for Israel through Jeremiah at the end of 70 years. 70 years came, Daniel had to pray. From Genesis, he had promised, the seed of the woman will bruise the head. To make that come to pass, he enacted a covenant with Abraham. So these promises were there. Moses declared it. God will send you a prophet like me. Him you will hear. He prophesied it. A virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And you shall call his name, listen, Isaiah prophesied it. Men have been prophesying. When they said the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings, it was a prophetic word concerning the Messiah. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry. It was a prophetic word concerning the Messiah. All over the place. But when it was time for the Messiah to come, God had to raise people to start praying the Messiah into existence. That's just the way it works. One woman. If I say this, you're going to wonder what's wrong with me. But it's Bible. One woman, God took away her husband so she could pray. Anna. There was another man, Simeon. That one prayed. You no, know, what God does is to pour a burden, a passion, a heart into you. That one prayed, and God said, "Let me do you a favor. I told you what God gives you is not more money. I gave a seed. God, not give you money. No, no. If, if, you sow, if you give gladly, God gives you the opportunity and the ability to give more. That's his reward. What, what, is his, what is his blessing? The blessing is that that thing you are doing, he will let you see the fruit. So, maybe one day you picked an orphan, a homeless boy, and you were struggling and trying to train him and send him to school. God said, don't worry. He said, look at the reward of your work. One day, you will stand beside him Proudly, as he's graduating from school, or oh, they say, Who gives this boy out in marriage? Did they say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, they better be like this. <laughs> when they say, Who's the father of the groom, you know, uh, to the high table, and they invite you, God said, That is a blessing. It's not as I will now give you more children. That's not the issue. The issue is that, see, all these years you labored, I didn't let him die, I didn't let him run away. I made sure he was able to learn, I made sure he went to school. Today he has graduated. And the first day he's working, you understand? Maybe pay the first salary. He comes to give. It's not because you can, I can one salary pay for 20 years of labor. You know, it definitely can't do that. It's just that, that you know, that, but that kind of money is sweet. You know, the money is sweet. You have it all, but this one is sweet. Why? This is 20 years of labor. He is now a man that can stand by himself and help other people. That is the fruit of your labor. So back to Simeon. So, Simeon was praying and praying and praying. So, God said, Let me do something for you. Say what? You will not die until you see the salvation of God manifested in flesh. The man was old. He was tired. All his friends had died. His children's friends were dying. Two of his children had died. I don't know him. I'm just embellishing the story. You get my point. The man was tired. Maybe occasionally God shows him a glimpse of the other side. What am I still doing here? Ah, he said, I told you you will not die until that child is born. And the day Jesus was brought to the temple, he heard the little child cry. He rushed down there. Now, what am I telling the story? Jesus didn't just show up. Mary didn't just show up out of nowhere. Some people prayed until Mary heard the angel. Many times, angels are traveling. God sends them to places. There's obstruction on the way. People prayed until obstruction was clear so that Gabriel could go and deliver his message. You think Gabriel can just fly into any place he likes? He tried to fly to go and see Daniel. Wait, what is his name? Daniel. I want to stop and say, where did he go? Why? Listen, that's the way it works. So God always requires people to walk with him on the earth. That is why he doesn't actually appreciate it when we join those who murmur and complain because we are actively working against him actively working against him. Apart from the fact that we are wasting time, that is, the mouth will have used, because the same mouth cannot do the two. It has to be occupied with one. Many of us don't realize it, and I think I'm, I'm happy we're talking about it. Anywhere you're walking, listen, forget all this one of gathering unbelievers to pray and join hands. It's very funny. You say, this officer are going to pray every morning. You join your hands with an adulterer, a liar, a cheat, an atheist, a demon worshipper, or spirit and join hands. Say, We are praying in this office. No wonder your hand has been paining you. What am I saying? If you see that as an assignment, you come earlier than everybody. Close your door, stay in your office. It's not, it's not intercession of 10 hours, it's two, three, four lines that are consistent. Father God, I'm the light of God in this place. My presence is a blessing. Lord, I invoke that blessing to this office in the name of Jesus. Things will work well here. You will show us favor in the name. Two, three lines. Four lines. You declare that and you go back. Whether you are working for government, you are working for Alikudan, go to the same thing. Are you getting my point? You do that because it's an assignment. It's an assignment. In, in life, things will not change until believers... Because Jesus emphasized that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And I'm introducing to us today because many many Christians, we've been taught. Most of us, this is how we're taught. Prayer is about me. I need something. Someone will say, we are doing all night prayer. In fact, there's one joke I saw. (laughs) The man said, tonight we will will locate your Goliath. (laughs) So come with five stones and anointing oil. (laughs) I'm very serious. But of course, you must come with five stones. Because when David was going to meet Goliath, he had five stones. I said, Now wow. That's the problem with us Christians. Can you see? What's wrong with five stones? The truth, you know the truth. Nothing wrong with five stones. God has diversity of manifestations. My problem with that thing is that we are come there to look for our Goliath. That's my own problem. We've been trained to just continue to look for our prayers are targeted at ourselves. Our problems. And listen, there is a difference between a prayer that has reward and a prayer that gets an answer. When Jesus, let's just read that so it'll be that we're reading something. Let's really go there. Sermon on the Mount. The book of Matthew, chapter 6. From verse verse 1, chapter 6. He said, Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, You have no reward with your father who is in heaven. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet. Do not sound a trumpet before you as if hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. So that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So that your giving will be in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now verse 5. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Let me stop here. Now, there's a reason why I just read this. I wanted to just emphasize to us again. We're talking about the work of God. How it is important. We see praying as work. Let me say something about praying. In this regard, again, we are praying for the, the country. You must understand the prayer of. Okay, let, I think let's just apply the word intercession for it, to emphasize the fact that the prayer is not about you. It's about something else, or somebody else. So. This here, the Lord Jesus was taking, talking about the prayer of intercession. Because he said they have their reward. I read all of that to let you see that the people were doing something. For example, he said when you are giving, give in secret, then you have your reward. He also said that when you are praying, pray in secret, you have a reward. That tells you that this praying is something like that giving. It's not something you are doing for yourself. It's not saying you have your answer. Nobody prays for his own personal needs loudly. No matter how hypocritical you are. You won't do that. Say, Lord, I need more money. You will help me. Increase my business. No, you only want to get to that point. You keep quiet. You now convert it to tongues so that you speak unto men. <laughs> you speak not unto men. <laughs> you are speaking to God. How big in the spirit. You are altering mysteries. You don't want them to hear you. All this food that You do not know what you are praying about. No. So the Lord Jesus definitely was not telling us how to pray. For ourselves. What were people praying about here? He was saying that people, for my own conviction after reading this, even though the Bible didn't state it clearly, these were people praying for the redemption of Israel. These were people praying for the restoration of the kingdom of Israel. They prayed loudly so that people would notice that their heart is towards this nation of Israel, the kingdom of God. And that's what he was talking about. But the Lord Jesus was saying, listen they will not get any reward for that because they are doing it so as to be seen by men. But our main issue actually there is that it shows that there is a kind of prayer you pray that gets a reward. There is. And I can summarize everything as this, the prayer of intercession. Today after we finished preaching at uh, Good of the Land, two different people came to me independently and said, you have been the tremendous blessing to me. sir." One said, I will be praying for you. The other one said, I have been praying for you. Wow. Are you getting my point here? Never met them before until today. One said, I will be praying for you. The other one said, I have been praying for you and I will continue to pray for you. I think she added that one to it. Now, the people that have been praying for me, were it not that you organized the program, I wouldn't see them today. Are you getting my point? That The, the idea is that, and, and I've gotten a few meals like that. For them, like, eh? I, so one, one man's own was that, listen, let this young man not go astray. I have seen people like this that went astray. So out of fear of losing another one, are, are you getting my point? He started praying. And listen, those are the prayers that have reward. He's not asking for anything they, they, they want to have in mind now. It's just a passion that look, body of Christ, please, we need teachers. We have found another one. Please, we know that the enemy doesn't like this idea. So, <laughs> Oh, let us shield him against the onslaught of the enemy. And listen as a preacher. You need prayer. No, no, no. In fact, I've heard the preacher say, I'm sure he doesn't say anymore. He said that. Some people say, we are praying for you. He said, no, pray that prayer for yourself. Let's see the result. Please, don't say it. What did I say? Don't say Don't say such things. All right? Don't. It's not good. Paul specifically requested prayer. He requested prayer to speak boldly. He requested prayer to be delivered from dangerous and evil men. He requested prayer for those things. Please, don't even say that I don't need it. Please, I need it. I beg, I'm begging you. Pray for me. What did I say? Pray for me. No, I'm not telling you to repeat that me. What I mean is that I, I, I want to be prayed for. Bank is asking you to pray for him. One of our sisters asked me a question yesterday because it's, a, it's one of our local brethren. So she saw all the flyers that I sent up and down that okay, will be here, will be here, and she seen my DPs. Ah. He said like, ah. he said, "Okay, oh, now wow," he, he said something that very very funny. You're going to laugh. He said, all oh, this is your worker, they make. He said they exhaust me. So <laughs> oh, this you're walking up and down, gets me exhausted. So I said, wait, <laughs> sis. Now me the worker. <laughs> now you're <in> the exhaust. <laughs> she she answered. She now said, I beg, I'm praying for you this night. That this night, I will pray for you. Uh, which is very important. Don't just assume that things... No, listen, let me just say Christians. Things don't just work. God raises people to make sure they work. I, I, I don't have... Look. <laughs> I don't have the idea... That I preach because I know how to preach. No, That one that I, that I learned that one, that one was in school, that's not true. That is, it's not because you know how to preach. It's an anointing. What did I call it? Anointing. Which means it's something that God pours and sends. And those things are accelerated when people make requests. Somebody will kneel and say, Lord, let not the oil on his head dry. God said, thank you very much for that request. Because without such words... He doesn't intrude into the earth and start pouring oil everywhere. Yes. There are those who have seen the mistakes other preachers have made and say, sir, this one, he will not make this mistake. And do you know the truth? There are people that God said, this man will have died this year because there's nothing much he's doing. But I see that he prays for this guy and this person regularly. I don't have too many of him. I must make sure that this guy is preserved so he can pray for another 10 years or I like raise new people who can continue this praying job for me. That's how God does things. It's very important we get it. He needs us. So I'm saying all of this for us to understand what prayer is about. The prayer that has reward. We can wind, you know, very common to murmur about government, its accusation. Words are so powerful. Those are the things that Satan gathers and he goes to heaven and says to God, their country can be well. And then there's, God is a judge. I've been saying it again and again. God is not just a father. He's a judge. What does being a judge mean? It means that even if he doesn't like what is going on, he will authorize it if the arguments are strong enough. That's why I said, when I was preaching earlier, so for all, all people say that I say even if Jesus were the president of Nigeria, the way Nigerians behave, especially the church, forget everybody, because he has, God has, in his wisdom, he has made sure that the thing is not balanced. The words of certain people are weightier than the words of other people. Those that have righteousness on their side, their words are witty. So that's why Satan comes first into the church to try and tempt the church to say what is negative. So he takes his words, the words, he goes to God in prayer. Like I was saying earlier, if God, Jesus was the head of state, what will he do? With the way we talk? It's so hard for him to do anything. Why? Because even though he was head of state, he was still subject to God the Father. Even if he were our head of state. And subject to God the judge, I wanted to say. And God the judge can be petitioned to say things should not work well. And when the accuser wants to petition, what does he do? He takes the words, amongst the other things, that we have spoken. Our deeds and then our words. He takes them to God and says, all of them say their president is foolish. I am asking that foolishness be conferred upon the head of state. God will say, ah, homo and that these things don't spoil you. And Satan will stand like this. It's caught. My Lord, our application is that this court, this honorable court should rule that the spirit of foolishness be dispatched to the earth to make the head of, to, the head of state foolish. And the Lord will the first wait. I adjourn this hearing till tomorrow. <laughs> Hoping some Christians will rise and say something. And Jesus can't say anything because there's a way it is. The jurisdiction does not allow him to say anything. It is his body on the earth that must utter something. Oh. So they Let them utter now. They will say, eh, Don't mind him. Now, this master Boko Haram, Satan will say, He's writing everything down. It goes to the Christians. What do you say? This country must divide. He writes it down. And he you know, said, Listen, what they have done to us? Can't you see the bombing in the north? What did this man do? Was not the one that said the blood and the monkey must baboon and monkey must swim in blood? That's what we are seeing right now. Satan is writing everything down. And he stands in front of God the judge. And listen, at the end of the day, God the judge says, no problem. Application granted. Two, three wicked, foolish spirits. We head for rock. And we've seen it in the scripture. How does it happen? Hayetufer will come and tell the head of state if we want power to be constant. We need to do this, do this, privatize this area, let this one go, let this one do that, and and then... And somebody will say, oh, this is Sound Council of Haithafel. And the head of state will want to say, let's authorize that. Then, the spirit will possess another man. He will be a European, an American. Two of them, they will come. And say, no, Your Excellency, that's not going to work. It did not work in Botswana. It did not work in Malawi. There's no reason why I should work in another African country. And that spirit will whisper to the head of state, they are white men, they know what they are saying. <laughs> Go and read your Bible. God told that spirit, How will you do it? He said, I will be a lying spirit. No, come on, that's how this is work. And then before your very eyes, one the signature will come and this head of state will authorise such a foolish decision that thinking people will say, This is stupid. The man who gave the authority the council, will leave the country the next day and say this country is not moving forward. And then we'll sit down in our homes and say, We said so. I have enough facts to tell you our current predicament, all right? Dollar-wise and all of that, which I'm not blaming anybody now. I've told you the background, okay? But I know how the foolishness came into power. Like I was preaching earlier today. No, I said it today. Dangote they bought refineries. From Obasanjo. You know when Obasanjo left office? What year was that? 2007. What year are we now? That's how many years? Nine years ago. As at over nine years ago, Dangote had bought a Nigerian refinery. As at today, 35% on the average of our forex expenditure is on importation of petroleum products that are refined, as of today. Imagine, no, get, get my point, that if we pour that amount of money into the market, that we, is not pursuing, dollar will be 120. Because this 400 and something is half speculation. There will have been no need to speculate on dollar. If we're refining, that was why I don't go to God and okay, leave them, uh, let me show you what, what I'll do, I'll build my own. But it's taking him to 2019 to finish his own. You know the way those men are? If that guy, those men that bought those refineries have been allowed to let it work, 2008-2009, later 2012, they start churning these things out. They start expanding. Then you wouldn't spend this amount of money. So all is kinds of crisis, uh, 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 what they call it, crude, fell, did not fall. It's only significant because you need too much forex. And why did that happen? Then go take, as soon as Obasanjo just left office, the first act... Gerard performed, was to reverse all the sales. Why? Some people just went and said they didn't like it. And the spirit of foolishness, the man was too sick to know what was right or wrong. Okay, okay, to solve the quarrel, let us start again. Till now, all the federal government has done was pour more money into it and they are still epileptic. So God poured a spirit upon Aliko. Aliko said, okay, no problem. Hold your old Mangolo refinery. I'm going to build a state of the art one that if they put all the ones you have together. It will not be able to refine as much as what I'm going to build. And nobody's blowing my pipelines. They're under the sea. Yeah, no, the, that guy, the God just gave him one kind of sense that I don't understand what Christians are doing. They said, No the pipeline to blow. Come and dive. Not small money, almost $20 billion for all of this. American government saw it save my father. My father, my maker. <laughs> All the destiny destroyers. <laughs> they handed the man 980 million dollars. No, I, I'm just now to explain how foolishness. One stroke of the pen. Some men I know in you know, the Niger Delta area and in some of the oil and gas companies, they refused to vote for um, Jonathan. One brother said that I will not vote for Buahido no problem. But I cannot reward Jonathan with my vote. Why? They will explain to you how he could have doubled Nigerian gas production, but he did not. I May mean, I don't get angry with people anymore. I know these decisions are made in heaven. And that's why I'm talking about it. What happens? Brothers start talking. They open their mouth and be blabbing. And Satan gathers the accusations and goes to the throne of God and says, I want it authorized that five spirits of foolishness we go into the head of their head of state. And the Lord will say, Why five? <laughs> one for to end pre-production, another one to hinder the progress of aviation. He will show you all of that. I say, but why will I do that to them? He said, as they say in your hearing, it is in the scriptures. He will quote it for God. Numbers chapter thirteen. Numbers chapter fourteen. As they say in your hearing, so you will do to them. Hear what they are saying. He brings out his iPod. Click. <laughs> Here, one man of God from the pulpit say, This is a useless country where the leaders don't think. They said it in your hearing. Want <laughs> it again? God says, It's enough now. What is it? It's okay. Um, defense. Start your own. You know, the Bible calls Jesus an advocate with the Father. We are, you know, that's what we are. Defense. <laughs> the Lord Jesus will say, The defense rests. Why? There's nothing to say. Where are they? They are in church killing their enemies. Where are they? They say all the witches that are pursuing them. And Satan said, That's the job I gave them to distract them from the, from the real job. I've given them something else to do. And the Lord said, I sought for a man. One. I didn't find. It. Therefore, his indignation was poured. Therefore, the head of states became stupid. But the message is for Christians. Enough is enough. It's work. Nobody's saying it's easy. You cannot be on a road that used to take you one hour to drive, and you drive for one, five hours, and you won't feel bad. You're consuming fuel, you're wasting time, you're weighing out your car. But there's one thing God gave us believers. We can always be full of thanks. He said, For everything, give thanks. He said, In everything, give thanks. Two different scriptures from both of them from Paul. He says, For everything. So as you get inside the hold-up, I say, Father, I thank you. Say, We're inside the hold-up. Oh, hold-up. Thank you, Lord, for hold-up. Yes, I'm looking for something to do, like I always do. Many times I like traveling alone for that reason. What, what, if they tell me that, that the journey is going to be five hours, I, I check her. Ah, Oji River, um, Uguaba. I've checked everything. I just calculate. Kenneth Hagen, David Pawson, David Doridepo, you two hours for you, one hour for you. I bundled the whole thing. Inside that hold up, thank God. As I start giving God thanks. Lord, I thank you for my car. Thank you for the glasses up. You know, the AC is working. It does not overheat. Ha! Overheating car. Eh? Very horrible hold up. Oh. <laughs> I thanking God it does not overheat. Lord, I worship you. I Listen, when I had to, when I had to go to a for one of our uh, senior brothers when he died that time, I did eight hours of messages in one leg of the journey. What's the problem? i just there. Just, so that I turned that thing to a blessing. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Whatever it is, we make sure that we are full of thanksgiving. And please never forget to make... You know, we don't realize that God answers prayers. Never forget to make requests. That road, you know, I prayed about it. I, you know, I've not been on it once since it became this bad. The last time I went there was when I went to pick my kids back from their holiday. And I did it in normal, from Oka to Enugu, by that time was now one hour 15 minutes. And you know, so one hour 15 minutes from Oka to Enugu. All right, so it wasn't a big deal. I, that's the last time I went on the road. But when I heard the report, I said, Father, because for me, eh, I have issues on that road. That one I ha- that's my road. I'm going to preach in um, um, Asaba next week. That's how I'm going. Do you understand? If I have to go to Nairobi, that's how I'm going to go. So I say, Father God, I ask for repair. It's not hard. Not even big tongues. It's just for you to know that God is actually listening. And listen to this. If nobody asks for repair, you will be surprised that the road will be there for a long time. And one story or the other will just keep going up and down. And it will not be repaired. After a while, you get used to it. They say, How far is Lagos from Wenugu? say, Like 18 hours. And you say it in person. Why? You've been driving the road for so long, you not think it's normal. The day you see a good, smooth expression, you close your eyes say, Am I sleeping? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Let me just tell you, that's how life is. If you see a problem, you're going on the road. Like the other day, there was something about tinted permits and everything. I, I, in my house, I, I started praying about it. I said, look, this does not make any sense. It, it, it's not, this is not wisdom. This is not wisdom. Why do we all have to register, register these cars? They are not fully tinted. It's not full tint. It's just the back glasses and they are partial tints." I just started praying about it. Lord, I'm asking you to give them wisdom. Does everybody come for capture? I said, we have driver's licenses that, are, that are, the, the, you know, they are already captured. Why can't they just key in our... I mean, it's the same, in the same federal government. The code is there. Enter it in. I authorize it to pull. I just fill that one in online. And that's it. But you know what most of us do? So I complain. This government, they don't even have sense. This is a useless country. In America, they don't do like this. In London, this is the truth. Americans do things that you wouldn't believe. You, you see that in Nigeria be deceiving yourself. Why am I telling these stories? Listen, don't just walk over it and whine about it and continue going. Stop there and say it with the fact that you know that I'm on assignment from God. Praying is my job. Are you getting my point? If I don't pray, nothing will get done. Let those want to protest, protest. I don't read all these columns in the papers. Daily Momodo and all of that. I don't read them. I don't like confused people trying to, you know, the joint accuser of the brethren. Tell me everything the president is not doing right. Let me give you presidency for six weeks. If you are still alive... (laughs) <laughs> you pray for the Manu. Pray for him. There are things he wanted to do, but he could not do. Do you know, th- look, the place where occultic powers are most focused on in Nigeria is Asorok. All these witch individuals that are looking for Uto, that those are not witches. <laughs> Listen, people think that witchcraft is about um, flying in the realm of the spirit. and I mean, Drones can fly in the realm of the spirit. You know what I mean? They're flying in the air. And this a witch they fly past is not just a joke. Nobody does witchcraft that doesn't have anything to benefit. The witch, the real witchcraft, is to control billions of dollars, not to be doing witch and be wearing rag in the village. No, no, no. God, I, I'm not kidding. Those who really do witching, who do juju, who do occult, they use it to buy oil block. They used to, to get licenses. Ah. You, you think juju is for play-play in the realm of the spirit. Hey, i strong, pastor, yeah? Make that thing fly. It's <laughs> Juju that does not bring money. They don't rejoin that cult. All those babalawos have closed. The ones that can't do their juju for you to come to something strong. Boys that enter cult. They focus their, their, their attention because that is where the powerful money can be made. If they don't hand you cash, signatures, licenses, authority to do this, authority to do that. You know, actually in this life, you can't just be walking around aimlessly thinking you will succeed. People will be walking money till night, they want to succeed. Forget that. You must join one cult. There are different cults, but you must be in one. Just wake up in the morning, people. You, you are going to market. You, say you need just to import containers from China. Containers are carried by spirits; otherwise, they will fall inside the ocean. <laughs> ah, you want to run a man out of the business? You are bringing things cheaper than we you. You think. The man they go village for nothing. Ah, egg by me, deliver me. This boy wants to kill me. What is he doing? His business. Ah, what do we do? Does he like women? Say yes. Send him two girls. The girls will come and buy something, he plays with them, he sleeps with them, that's it. That's it, that's all we need, that's all we need. You can go, you can go home. And they enter into secret places and bring up accusations of adultery against him. Next container falls inside River Niger. The other one inside the lagoon. They'll start falling all over the place. The guy is bankrupt in six months. Tell the guy take over his business. You think, you think people do occultism for to, just that they can be bragging who, who, who was the one that who flew at the highest? You want to succeed in life? You go on your own juju. And that's, that's what I preach. And this is the deepest of them. We Christians, we know our... Are you getting my point? Yes. Oh, Father. You. This is where the action is. One of the best juju men I've seen is Strive Masiwa. The Econes guy. Go and reach Strive's juju practice. When they want to negotiate, his men are in, in Zimbabwe. They are praying in the name of Jesus. We claim the door. We open. They are opening doors in South Africa, into Nigeria, into places. He's speaking English with you. Guys are speaking in tongues at home. That English is the one you can hear. Those guys are firing... Firing things in other tongues straight to the throne of God. Say, Father, we establish this kingdom for our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what they are doing. Jesus, in the ordinary eye, you send away like a body to prison. <laughs> Strive, show to them, say, Power, pass power. He said there was a time he got tired of all was going to say. Look, he needed to buy Ekone shares back. What do I do? The man dug into the real ju-ju thing. Are you getting my point? The power of the Spirit of God. 1.5 billion dollars What what he produced for him. Bought everybody else out of a community. The power of life. You think it's hustle? Hustle doesn't produce anything. Look, Christianity is not a joke. That's why I don't know. You know Christians who don't understand, you will not be interested in church, not to come and join Uboni. It's an insult, not because you are righteous, also, but because the, the level of power. Are you getting my point? If I want to fight now, I have a, I have a machine gun, all right, that has like 1,000 rounds on my belt. Being fed, and you know, you can go, you know, machine gun. The support now says, come, I want to help you fight this battle. And that gives you one gun, six six chamber revolver. So when you hold it like this, see, that bird has died now. Wah, see, I just killed that rat. You know you're going to look at him, are you all right? You say, come, let me show you something. Stand in front. He say, no, stand in front. Now let me test it. You're getting my point? That is why people like us don't join the boon. It is not just about righteousness. We know there's righteousness. But the level of power is different. Come on, I'm firing a machine gun here. You are bringing me a Barretta Pisu. A revolver. Smith and Wesson. (laughs) I'm here with a machine gun. With grenade in my pocket. Are you getting my point? I don't need your pistol, please. Excuse me. That's that's for us Christians. We have eaten a You know what they call Ajesara? Hey, go and ask an Ijebu man to tell you about Ajasara. Ajasara means you know you put amulets on their body. They they do scarification, they do for when they want to do local African juju. But the most powerful man doesn't have to, because those are you can forget them. You can, when you have to bathe, you have to remove them. So your, your enemy can come <laughs> when soap is on your eyes. You, are you getting what I'm trying to say? So the real babas, you know what they do? They swallow the thing. It's inside. It doesn't come out. The thing will hook in the nest there. So whether he's bathing, you can never catch him unawares. So we tell say, ah, Baba Jebu, he has eaten something. So even if you strip him naked, you can't see anything. now. Huh? Those are the only ones that are still catching with amulets. Those are what you are telling me about. They never enter. Boys who have entered, they swallow their own. If everybody remove your clothes, they will remove it. Mm-hmm. When they tell you, say, uh-huh. so tomorrow all of you will be there by 8. You won't know why all of you came by 8. <laughs> he spoke from inside. Are you getting my point? and commanded all of you to come by it. Now, what am I talking about? That is why I like being a believer. I have eaten a jesara. I have eaten a That I have eaten it into the blood. I have eaten it. My life is hid with Christ in God. The creator is the one empowering my words. Are you getting my point here? I can't join no bone. It's too inferior. If I do a man like this, he will faint. And he knows. There are offices he will enter. He will say, ah, whoever is on that chair is risky. Let's go. Yes. One man, I heard his testimony. He said, if you are in the old court, you will know when power, when power is higher than yours are operating. He said, the day he gave his life to Christ, to tell me about Juju. This man was born into the old court as a prince of the Benin kingdom. Now, what is it? That he had no problem with Christianity too. That's for those who wanted to be Christian. His wife was a Christian. And he let the children go to church. It doesn't concern him. He said, my gods have never disappointed me. They have served me very well. In the 70s, he was a millionaire. I counter trained abroad. He said, I had the money in millions. I heard his testimony at full gospel. But what he did not know was that his wife and his children had joined a deeper cult. He said in his house that there is a room that nobody enters apart from him. And they all knew. His wife knew, his children knew that there were things inside that women don't touch. There are things he has to periodically, either weekly or daily, sacrifice a fowl and pour the blood on. And if you see him outside, gentleman speaking British English, chartered accountant, you think that that's just a book that's empowering the guy. But what he did not know was that his wife and children, they had entered a different realm. They were praying in the name of Jesus. Our father will be delivered in the name of Jesus. He will see the light of Christ. They were having night vision in his house. He didn't care. Because he, was not, he, he wasn't fighting anybody. He said, if their own gods are working for them, let it work. These ones are working for me. So one day, 3 a.m., suddenly somebody woke him up. He woke up and didn't see anybody. And the person said to him, get up. He didn't hear any voice, but he was feeling the instructions. And he got up. Come. He walked out of his room. Go into that, your shrine room. He opened the door. He said, get bags. The guy got traveling bags. He said, begin to pack all the gods into it. That's when he said to us that, he said, if you have been in the occult, you will know when a power higher than you is talking. He couldn't see anybody. He didn't hear anybody. He could feel them. said, so the person told him, we have packed everything. So he packed everything. To the boot of his Mercedes Benz. said, put them inside. He put them inside. Enter. Begin to drive. Where am I going? Just be driving. When he got to one river in Benin, he said the person told him to stop on the bridge. He said, open your boot. He, he said, toss the bags into the water. He said, he, he said that time, he said he knew he could not resist. He tossed the bags into the water. And the person said, go back home. He went back home and that was it. Nobody talked to him again. He said one day he panicked. I said, whoever you are, you came here and stripped me naked. What do I do next? For six months, he did not know what to do. Until one day, he went somewhere and he heard the gospel preached. That was when he knew who collected all his power. I heard this from his mouth. At that time, he was 72 of, uh, two or, 20, two or 74. He wasn't it a small boy. So when, he was, when he tells you to give your life to Christ, what do you want to talk? <laughs> he said, you join the building. Me, I was born in it. That, what is this which power have you seen that way? I'm not saying That Jesus is the real power. And that's what I'm preaching. That's what I'm preaching. That is what I'm preaching. You know, we went a lot of this talking about when you see Asso Rock, everybody's aiming their own there. So pray for the president. That's what I'm going to say. There are people that don't want him to do the right thing because if he does, they will not benefit. You've seen the governor pray for him. There are those that depend on disorder, things must work wrongly for them to make it. They are not only wishing for the governor to go in a particular way. They are, please remember that my English, they are incantating against him. So you are not allowed to join the accusers. Some of the foolish things that some of our leaders do is not with ordinary eyes. They wake up, they don't know why they did it. Because men sat in places, offered some dangerous sacrifices, and said, this man will do like this. And God said, I don't want him to do it. But Satan said, where are the opposing words? There are no opposing words. All the words are on their side. Read Rick Joiner. said, many Christians are working for Satan. They are working for Satan. Let me say it again. You know one of the things I enjoy being a Christian? I am in the deepest of the cults. That's what Christianity is. The word of God is the most powerful thing in this universe. If I utter one word against the head of a we will drop. And the best one I like is Psalm 2. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish out of the way. If a man looks me me, I says, the head of a bunny. I say, that's it. That's your end. You have only 24 hours to kiss the son. After that, I say, Lord, he did not kiss the son. What are you going to do about it? The man will say, ah, sir, please, sir. How do I kiss the son? Kneel down here. Say, Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> So that's how to kiss the sun. But anyway, that's not our message. My message is about, listen, we must be what? Intercessors. We must be the ones who pray, and it's an assignment. Let's bow down our heads. Let's practice. Say a word for the president. Today's Nigeria's Independence Day. Say, Lord, show mercy to Muhammadu Buhari, our head of state. Lord, according to your word, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. Lord, take his heart. Now, these are the words that God is using against Satan when it comes home. Say, Lord, take his heart and turn it in a way that favors your kingdom, that favors your will. Say, Lord, have mercy upon the negative words that we have spoken. Say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us of negative words. Forgive us of murmuring. Forgive us of complaining. Forgive us of accusations. Have mercy. In the name of Jesus, have mercy. On this day, Nigeria's Independence Day 2016, we ask, Pour grace upon Asurok. Pour grace upon the head of state. Show mercy upon this land. Let your indignation be over. Lord, because Jesus died for our sins... We, your people, we ask, forgive us of our trespasses, and let that forgiveness be felt by this land uh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we are in Enugu. Pray for the governor. So, Lord, we pray for if I Ifa, our state governor. Wisdom we ask for him. He has professed that he knows you, he has professed that Enugu is a state under God, subject to the Lord Jesus. Lord, let that profession stand for him. In the name of Jesus, let the gospel prosper in this land. And from here, let it be exported to many parts of Nigeria. And indeed, the rest of Africa. Father God, let prosperity be in this land. Let your mercy be in this land. Lord, every force that is speaking against your order. Forces of selfishness. Forces of disorder. Lord, silence their voice today. In the name of Jesus, let the governor, let our head of state hear the voice of the spirit and let them do what is right. Let the blessing that we have found in Christ that has overtaken the curse upon Ham's descendants. Father, let that blessing be manifested in this land. We ask in the name of Jesus. We declare that our head of state will know what is right to do. We declare that he is not foolish. We declare that wisdom is his portion. We declare that he will be surrounded with wise people in the name of Jesus. We declare the same, Father God, for our state governor in Enugu State. Father, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, Amen. I declare to you that goodness will go with you. Amen. As you depart from here, you are not departing alone. Goodness Amen. is going with you. Amen. Mercy is going with you. Amen. I like the way Miles Morris to explain: Mercy is the name of an angel, goodness is the name of another angel. That they are going with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. They will deliver you from all trouble in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are sick, especially in your stomach, put a hand there now and I speak against that ailment sometimes somebody they've told it and also some they don't even know what you've taken anti-antastasis this and that hasn't gone forget it now it's gone in the name of jesus i rebuke it by the power of the blood of jesus and i command healing to come to you now in the name of jesus that headache that has been troubling you for days is gone in the name of jesus healing is your portion in jesus name the blood of jesus is speaking before the throne of god for you what you just need to do is say amen to it. Amen. That blood says you are healed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every voice of accusation from the devil has been silenced. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every curse in your life is broken. Amen. Victory has come to you. Amen. Today we were at Pastor Okimute's program. The good of the land. Let me follow with that anointing. I say to you in this land you will prosper. Amen. As Nigeria declares independence today, anniversary... You are independent from every curse in Jesus' name. Amen. You are independent from every oppression. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You have been set free. Amen. Listen, listen. Don't ever wish for bondage. Bondage is not good. Even if it was good. Jesus said that it's no good. If you felt it was good, what do I mean? Alright? He died to set you free. Amen. Walk in that liberty in Jesus' name. Amen. Slavery has ended in your life in the name Amen. of Jesus. Let me say this thing I say all the time so that people will believe it. There is no wish that can afflict you. Not because they don't exist, but you are in the... Remember I was saying earlier, you have a machine gun. Fully loaded. Releasing like six rounds every second. What is your own with people who are shooting one pistol? Are you getting my point? In the name of Jesus, you are totally free. Amen. Nothing can by any means harm you. Amen. No occultic power can harm you. Amen. Because you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Amen. You are free in Jesus' name. That need in your life is met in the name of Jesus. God will make all grace abound towards you. You will have all sufficiency in all things. And you will abound to every good work. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil. Because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. One more time. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. Now we are generous people. We bless somebody, alright? Bless somebody on your left or your right. This is your season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. Bless another person. This is your season of hopefulness and multiplication. All right, cheer up, brethren.